0: Microsoft made a lot of its corporate customers angry this week, and you've got a lot of Xbox questions. What's up everybody, Brad here back again. And uh, as we do every Friday, it's a wrap up of a lot of the Microsoft and tech related news and Xbox stuff going on in the neighborhood, and of course, my favorite part of the week, your uh, questions, and I'll try to answer them or dodge them uh, to the best of my ability. Anyways, let's kick it off with the news this week. Uh, Microsoft announced that anybody who is going out and manually searching for Windows version 1909 will now get it, so they must be more confident that there are no major debilitating bugs or things that are going to screw up your machine, so if you want to go grab Windows uh, 1909, You can do that. You can just go ahead and do that. Uh, They also released a new build to the Insider program this week. Well, the build is not all that interesting. It's mainly just bug fixes and other things. They did announce that they are canceling their PWA app. Well, now this is the Insider program. Uh, was going to build a pwa because microsoft is all about pwas lately and it was going to be these well the pwa for the insider program is called project catnip and project catnip has been set out to the past year so if you've been not sleeping well because you've been looking for that it's you're it's not coming um the german government also announced this week that they will be paying nine hundred thousand dollars for extended windows 7 support And yeah, I mean, we're probably going to hear a lot of these stories coming out. Obviously, this is a good way for Microsoft to make money, but it's kind of hard to feel bad for certain companies or entities like the German government. It's not like you guys didn't know that this date was coming. It's been around for a very long time. Microsoft's been warning about it. We've been talking about it. And so I suspect uh, that we will learn uh, a lot more about what other entities are paying here in the not so distant future. If you do remember, if you're able to jump back in the time machine, there was a point, I, I think it was the Munich government actually tried to switch away from windows i think they went to open office and some other things and it ended up being a disaster and they came back to windows and um yeah i suspect we'll see another round of that with the end of windows 7 also released this week microsoft released the surface duo sdk i did a video on that earlier this week if you want to see it in action but basically this gives us the first look at how the software is going to function on microsoft's dual screen device now keep in mind this is the android version there is also the larger surface neo which is going to be running on windows 10x and so we don't get a peek at that yet although i suspect that it will be a similar experience because they're similar devices obviously just different sizes so uh keep your eyes and open eyes and ears open for a potential SDK around that and hopefully the not too distant future. Now, this week, Microsoft also made its corporate customers pretty angry by saying that they are going to push Bing uh, to Office 365 Pro Plus customers. Basically, what they're going to do is they're going to switch out your search engine in Chrome um, and make you use Bing, not make you, but switch it out on the back end. And Now, administrators will be able to block this and it is not sitting well and there's already, you know, all the people saying, hey, don't force our search engines. The Microsoft's logic behind this, and I don't necessarily agree with this, is that Microsoft has a feature called Microsoft Search that allows you to search your, your enterprise related documents and content and all that stuff. And by using Bing, Microsoft Search is built in, so you can actually just go to Bing, and you can search and and pull up and context or or surface that information. Microsoft is trying to make these users use that, and not everybody really wants that. And so Microsoft is, by by forcing this upon people, making it the default rather than the opt-in, it's making a lot of people angry. Every time you take control or force a feature set um, that is changing up a normal Actor routine, you're going to make people angry. And that's exactly what Microsoft has done here. They're trying to take away um, some control from the IT admins, and now they're going to make them do more work. And that is what Microsoft sometimes does best, is so it's going to be the default search engine that's it's not going to be good there's going to be a lot of people who wake up going why is it bang and not whatever um on the google side google uh, re- researchers disclosed privacy flaws in apple safari browsing apple put a big thing about saying hey if you use our browser the, the tracking is turned off and all that stuff and google says hey that's not actually the case and leave it to google to figure out how to track people when they don't want to be tracked so that's just whatever uh amazon music now has 55 million customers that's kind of crazy that puts it about the same i think about same as apple music but uh just shows that these these music services have a lot of users and um yeah a lot of people are digging them uh and also also out this week because there's a big education conference google said they will now support chromebooks and education devices for eight years that is actually significant uh, because one of the reasons why people issues that have come up with Chromebooks in the past is that, hey, they're only supported for a couple years after manufacturing. And so by supporting it for eight years, this will give them a much longer life in the education sector. And I actually think this is going to help adoption. Now that is not for all Chromebooks. It's for the newer announced and obviously education only stuff. So you got to be careful with what you are buying and keep that in mind. Um, Xbox news out this week. Xbox basically... Sunk the Stadia battleship, or at least they did um, initially here, and you'll see why. Uh, So XCloud, Microsoft's you know cloud gaming streaming service that you can do—I was looking for my setup uh, for your mobile phones and all that good uh, stuff—is getting 15 new games. They're up. They've got a bunch now up on XCloud. But the big one here is Destiny 2. The big draw for Stadia, right, was that you could play Destiny 2 on your PC, on your on your big screen, and anywhere else. Now, granted, you can't technically play XCloud yet on the PC, but we know it's coming. And you can't play it on iOS, but you can't play. Stadia on iOS either yet, but the big draw of, hey, play Stadia wherever you, or play Destiny 2 wherever you want, eh, not so much a thing, because now if you're playing it on your console, uh, you can now go play it on xCloud too, which means you can play it on your phone, which was one of the reasons why some people might have shied or or jump chipped over to Stadia. Whatever. Um, you know, But that was Stadia's kind of highlighting feature was Destiny 2, and now it's on xCloud, and so there you go. Also, other big announcements for xCloud are the Master Chief Collection. That is a big deal if you're a Halo fan. Now you can get your Halos on from uh, well, your Android device. iOS devices I still haven't heard are coming all that soon. I know they're working on the app. That's not a big deal. Um, but there's still some performance-related issues. Also this week, the, ex- the back of the Xbox Series X. If you remember, I scooped that information a little bit ago leaked in full and so um yeah you can go look and see exactly what i told you but yeah the back of the xbox device although i suspect that if that is the big news for you you've probably already seen it but there you go we got the official or i should say unofficial look and there's been some like weird i need to do like a a follow-up on this because people are saying this is a controlled leak No, it is absolutely not a controlled leak. Microsoft wants to show this stuff off in the best light possible. There's like cat hair and fingerprints and all sorts of other crap all over this thing. This was not a controlled leak. Um... It's preposterous. So, uh, questions this week. Favorite part of the week. A bunch of questions. Going to refresh the thread. I always tweet it out, so make sure you follow me on Twitter if you want to be up to date on where that is happening. All right. We kick it off with Team5060 says, Have you heard anything about Microsoft's plans to utilize the Windows Feature Pack? Will we see the Windows Shell and UI elements updated through this pack? If so, when can we expect the first rollout? So, the only thing I've heard coming to Windows 10 and the upcoming year is not really much of anything actually. Um, We might see some new fluent and updated icons and all that stuff, but from major feature updates, All I've heard so far is that Microsoft is putting their focus on the the contract that they won, the Jedi contract. And so you gotta remember a lot of the infrastructure stuff now is handled by Azure and not a dedicated Windows team. Now the shell components could change, which is what I think he's more alluding to. I haven't heard specifically, but we remember they did do that medium post where they talked about 300 new Fluent icons. So I think we're gonna start to see some of that stuff sprinkled around a little bit more heavily uh, this year, but I don't know exactly when. Matt Dynas says, with the back of the Xbox Series X, leak i was wondering if it was a terrible if it was terrible for the leaker not to removing the barcode serial number from the photos or bad journalists for not pro protecting the identity of the leaker by covering that uh what is the protocol in this situation with the ports in the middle of the back uh where's the motherboard situated so there's nothing i could it, it didn't make sense to like cover up the serial number. It got posted to NeoGAF was the first place and then to Twitter and that had this, all the serial information on it anyway. So it was getting out. And is it bad practice for that person who leaked it? Yeah, they probably, I, I would suspect, uh, had a very not fun meeting with Phil Spencer and HR would be my guess because you're not supposed to leak. That's why you're not even supposed to acknowledge that you have it. And yet, as everybody knows, the full barcode serial number and everything else was uh, back um and then with with the ports in the middle of the back where's the motherboard situated it's not so much in the middle of the back it's definitely on the lower half i suspect that the motherboard um configuration is probably a little bit interesting because it's a small cube i mean small being relative it, it's large compared to say the xbox series x but it is um it is a larger ish small device larger small device that's a good analogy you guys know what i mean um i don't Know exactly where the motherboard is located because I, I understand what your question is. Um, I would guess that it's definitely in the lower half, and that there's going to be ventilation and then a power supply, and not far, uh, next, fr- relatively close to it. Uh, the uh, reverdalism Revered, Revered Slim, Revered Slim. We'll go with the Revered Slim. Given that the debug port on the Xbox Series X looks roughly thirty-one millimeters by four millimeters. Uh, to that's a LinkedIn entry showed a a Fison PS5 controller being developed and used by the Series X. And that data sheet controller shows that it could be used as a CFE Express form factor. And the dimensions of the Type B CFE Express card are 29.8 by 3.8. Do you think it's possible that rather than having an internal non-replaceable NVMe SSD, they're using compact flash express for the SSD so that you can expand in the future? Uh, CFE express has pretty much only been used in high-end digital cameras up until now But this would make sense to me given that this this being a debug port So people are way I think looking into this debug port. That's all that I've heard is the debug It is a debug port. Could it be a compact flash? I, I can't say definitively It is not I, I I can't say that because I don't have one with me But what I can tell you is that it is definitely an NVMe drive inside the device. So, you know Accept whatever that is, you will. Um, we will learn more, hopefully, but I'm still pretty sure that it's a debug port based on what um, people who have the console have been talking about across the various places on the internet. Um, so there you go. Um, there you go. It'd be neat if it was Compact Flash Network. Hey, Brad, I was thinking to myself about how Xbox is buying all these new studios and wondered with all these new studios and people, can Microsoft get more developers onto the Microsoft software that also helps the side of. Th- Uh, Just like how Xbox uses Azure and xCloud uses Azure. I really can see how Microsoft is trying to make the service and product work with one another to boost the companies uh, together, which is awesome news for Xbox. Do you think that this is the case could be more of an incentive to pick up a bigger studio? It seems like they want uh, to push people into using Teams and other Microsoft products. So I don't know, I could be wrong here. Um, so what he's talking about here is so hey by grabbing these studios and getting people to use the microsoft cloud and services is that going to have a a bolt-on effect where other companies say hey those guys are using it we should use it too it's definitely not going to hurt things the, the biggest example of hey those guys are using it we're going to use it too is actually the jedi contract that microsoft landed with the government because hey if the government's going to be using it um, contractors who work with the government are then going to be using it now does that same effect apply into the gaming world it's definitely not going to hurt things um, there's there's been a big push by Amazon in the past couple years to get them to use AWS rather than Azure for obvious reasons. And so will this push Xbox developers to use Azure? It's hard to tell. The biggest, the biggest reason why somebody would use Azure over AWS is Microsoft gives them incentives that make it work better with the Xbox uh, platform. I'm looking at companies like EA, for example, they need to figure out why Azure would make a better uh, service rather than say AWS. The reason why they potentially would go with AWS is that previously be like, hey, look, then it's easier to work with PlayStation and Nintendo. Well, now we know that PlayStation is using Azure. And so it might make more sense for Microsoft to offer um, incentives for EA and other large studios to jump over. So I don't think you're too far off the mark here, but I don't know. They do have the game stack that they are working on. And maybe that is what they're hoping is that the developers will say, hey, look, that game stack is pretty sweet. We should use that because it makes it easier to develop for now, PlayStation and Xbox. So uh, one other question, do you think we'll see an Xbox branded PC? I honestly don't know why Uh, they wouldn't do that, I guess. Maybe they wouldn't want to step on the console, but a fully upgraded PC is a really nice case. Uh, So I would love to see an Xbox branded PC. Like I'd love to see Microsoft build a tower PC and then actually just put an Xbox in it. That would probably make it pretty expensive. The one thing we don't know and the reason why this may not happen is if you look at the Xbox One, while it is x86 compatible you can't run windows on it because it's missing a lot of the underlying foundations that are needed to run it. a pc including things like a traditional bios and um, just hardware drivers and all that good stuff so microsoft if they want to build a pc based on the xbox then they would have to build out basically just turn it into a pc which wouldn't be all that hard but that does open up the compromise that, that does allow hackers significantly more vulnerabilities to exploit the Xbox console which is something Microsoft wants to avoid so I think in the realm of security, we may not see it because I can see the teams being rather concerned about that. On the flip side, I'd love to see a Surface PC come out that you could dual boot uh, between the Xbox OS and Windows 10. I think that would be pretty neat. Uh, Will says, do you think the Surface Book 3 will be a minor or major refresh? Any idea on specs or when we might expect it? So when we might expect it, I can help with that one. Uh, Definitely, I believe it's gonna arrive in the spring. I've heard that multiple times now and I continue to hear that it'll be in the spring. Now, as for is it gonna be a major or minor refresh, I don't I don't think it's going to be major, but don't quote me on that quite yet. I'm still poking around to see what the actual changes are going to be for that thing. Uh, Eternal Shaddy says, My two questions are, as Google released their Stadia for streaming and Microsoft with their xCloud, will we see Sony doing the same move uh, as them and re-releasing their Sony and re-releasing their Sony Ericsson or other devices to be compatible with PlayStation now? Will we see Project xCloud on the Surface Duo soon? I, we will definitely see Project X Cloud on the Duo. It's just an Android device. Um, so that's not hard uh, for Microsoft to do. Will Sony do the same thing? I would have to think so. I think Sony was gonna try to leverage everything they got, including their television. Just don't forget that they have a very large presence in the television space. So they're just gonna build it like an app, much like Stadia and much like xCloud. And that's how they're gonna shift That's how they're going to ship it, I would imagine. I don't know why they would do it any other way at that point. Uh, Brad Brad Ward Fight says, What have you heard about the hard drive situation with the Xbox Series X versus PlayStation 5? Some are saying that it's apples to oranges with different types of hardware. Some are saying the Xbox Series X takes longer to load games. I am fine with uh, loading times, but this could affect the overall scale of games. On the Xbox Series X versus PlayStation Five. So what he's talking about here is there's been some rumors out that the PlayStation Five has faster storage than the Xbox Series X. We need to establish some ground framework here. First off, we're coming from uh, uh, spinning rust, dr- rust, you know, platter drives and moving to solid storage, solid state storage. Regardless of which one is faster, that is a significant jump in performance just in a console alone. If you have an old PC with a spinning drive, go put a solid state in it and you'll see what I mean. Now, the question is, is a PlayStation 5 drive that is faster than, say, an Xbox Series X drive gonna make a massive amount of difference? We don't know yet, and this is the, the tough thing because there's a lot of this virtual memory thing floating around where, hey, you run out of RAM, you can offload it on the storage, and so more RAM means better performance and better gameplay experience, potentially. Microsoft's console is going to be very damn fast. We already believe that it has uh, significantly more horsepower from the CPU and the GPU. And so I don't know if Microsoft needs that faster storage quite yet, or if NVMe uh, basically PCIe, I think 4.0 is going to be fast enough more than likely it is. I don't, I don't think that's going to be a limiting factor. Every console and every PC on the planet has a bottleneck. We don't know what it is yet. It might be storage. It might not. If it is storage, that's something easy for Microsoft, easier, I should say, for Microsoft to upgrade than, say, the CPU, if the CPU is the bottleneck. So it's going to be a balancing act, but I would not get caught up in raw performance of the storage over, say, the raw performance of the CPU and GPU. CPU and GPU should take priority because that's going to give you better fidelity and graphics. Load times. I'm not worried about load times for next generation. I don't think anybody else should either. That's my personal opinion. A seeker says, "I have a three-year-old Surface Book with a bulging ba- oh bulging battery under the keyboard. Any suggestions on what I should do with it? I would take it to a Microsoft store if you have one nearby." Um, I've heard various good things about people taking that stuff in and uh, Microsoft treating them right. I don't know with it being three years old, that might be tough and they might say you're out of luck, but I would take it to them and I would honestly stop using it because a bulging battery means that thing um, is having a chemical reaction and could explode. So be very careful with that. Uh, Steve Layton says, my Xbox Gold Gold subscription is up for renewal in February and at uh, 50 pounds, he must be British, uh, a year. I'm not sure I'm getting the value from it anymore. I rarely play games on my Xbox anymore and never when I do online. The kids only play games like Minecraft, uh, FIFA, and Disney Infinite, and again, offline. I've got a nice collection of free games and Lego and Toy Story that the kids play in the future. Will I lose them if I cancel? Um, It depends how you got them. If you're using Game Pass, then yeah, definitely, Uh, but I don't believe so. So here's the thing. You can just let it expire. And if for some reason it's not the experience you want, if you re-sign up, you should get all that information and content right back. I don't think you're going to have any issues if there's any listeners out there who know other than explicitly playing online with friends. That's the biggest benefit. And obviously, uh, games with gold, which is probably where you got some of these games, is also a benefit. But if you don't need to be online and playing with friends, then yeah, you might be able to save yourself some money there. Also, don't, don't ever pay the, the standard retail. The Xbox Live Gold goes on sale, and you can get it, at least in the US, various places, for a lot cheaper than the price that you just quoted. Um, a, Brack, a Brackner says Could Microsoft implement xCloud into Edge or Bing, similar to Stadia's implementation? Yeah, absolutely. And I would expect that they would too. It wouldn't surprise me if we see, hey, like marketing that says, hey, uh, xCloud works better in Edge. It, it That would not surprise me in the slightest. And maybe that's something that Microsoft is working on. Mr. PKI says, last question of the week, as always. Will Office 365 Pro customers, home, small business, and enterprises be actually switched to Bing search engine by default without an opt-in acknowledgement in their Chrome or Cred browser? That is what Microsoft is saying. He's talking about how Microsoft is going to make all of their enterprise customers angry by just kind of behind the scenes they're going to switch out the search engine um it kind of reminds me of like those pepsi and coke things like oh we switched their coke for pepsi let's see if they notice well in this case they absolutely will um because yeah they they will they will because bing is not as good although google's been doing some shady stuff lately they also changed up their search results if you haven't noticed and includes a little like their favicon and it makes it look a lot more like their native ads so it's basically making it easier or le- more likely that you're going to click an ad rather than an organic search result, which is really bad. Um, Google's Google's kind of lost their way in my opinion and um, some of their moral aspects. Anyways, uh, is this going to make office 365 customers angry? It absolutely is. It absolutely is. And I don't think this is something Microsoft sh- should be doing. They should give the option, maybe even a, a little voting, whatever, not a voting screen, but like, Hey, like try Bing, like I think would be a better option than just forcing this out on their customers. But here we are. This is what Microsoft is doing. And unless they have a change of heart, that's what's going to be happening here in the near future. So there you go, guys. That wraps it up for this week. As always, appreciate everybody tuning in. We'll catch all of you right back here next time. And I hope you have a wonderful weekend.